0: Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your
1: retirement.
2: Hello and welcome to the show. Dave Hall, your host. Very excited to be back with you again. Coming from Las Vegas, Nevada this week. I have been here going to the AICPA's annual Engage Conference. It's been a great opportunity to not only learn new things, but also to connect, interact with a bunch of people to better understand not only what they're doing with their retirement, but things they're looking for to help them solve their retirement. It's been very fun for us because as risk advisors, what we found throughout the week is that this is a big topic for retirees, something that they're struggling to deal with. A lot of advisors are not addressing the risks that are going to come up over that 20, 30, 40 years that we call retirement where people are gonna have issues and risk running out of money before they've run out of life. If you would like to learn more about what we do, if you'd like to get access to the education and resource tools that we have available, go to our website, retirementriskadvisors.com, here you'll be able to get access to everything we have. Today's show, I am going to be talking to a number of people that are here at the Engage Conference, just asking them retirement questions to get a good idea of what people have done right, what they've done wrong, how prepared they are for retirement, and other ideas and concepts they may want to share to help you better understand your retirement. So please enjoy the show and enjoy the interviews that we've done here at the Engage Conference. Dave Hall here with Roger at the CPA Conference. Roger, where are you from?
3: Uh, Dave, I'm from the Northeast, greater Philadelphia area. I live in Dallas right now.
2: Glad to have you with us today. We're talking retirement, just talking to people to get a better understanding of how they feel about their own retirement. You looked at a, a scale of one to 10, one being I haven't really prepared at all, 10 being I think I've done everything I can. Could you tell us where you feel you're at right now? I'd
3: say a moderate seven.
2: Okay. And what are some of the things you feel you've done that have really helped you get to that comfort level with your own retirement?
3: 401k, ever since I became a professional at 23. Mutual funds, but that's really about it right now.
2: And who got you into the 401k? Who told you that this is something you should be doing?
3: I was fortunate enough to have a mentor. Awesome. Yeah, it wasn't family. Fortunate enough to have a mentor within right. my profession.
2: And as you look at it, are there any mistakes that you feel you've made that you wish you hadn't have done that would put you in a better position now? I don't want to say
3: mistakes. I'd more so say I'm not educating enough because there's a bunch of other things that pertain to going into my retirement.
2: Absolutely. And we see it all the time as professional. Those listening, you understand that we talk about different topics, different items out there, people have put into the retirement. Two that I'd like to talk about specifically, social security. Do you feel it's going to be there once you get to retirement?
3: Me being in my mid thirties, that's a great question. I'm unsure. I'm hopeful.
2: So my answer is always, it's going broke, but it'll never go broke. Love that. And it's going to have some financial issues, but yeah. it's the most like program the government has. expect it's going to be fixed. What about Medicare? Do you feel like you know enough about Medicare to understand the impact it'll have on your retirement from a healthcare perspective? I know enough, but I probably could know more. That I feel like will always be there. Yeah. And another question is just in regards to retirement age. Have you set an age yet of when you expect to retire?
3: Absolutely. 57. And an
2: age of how long you expect to live?
3: 77, I would like to live longer. <laughs> and
2: I hope and I hope it all works out for you. Very interesting for us when we do these. Right. Number one, we find that people tell us they're gonna retire at an age and they end up actually retiring earlier. Okay. So maybe it's 55 for you, you are expecting to retire at an earlier age, but on the other end, they tell us they're gonna die at a certain age and they end up living longer. Oh, so God. very interesting as we look at it, I have no idea obviously yet what that's gonna be for you, but hopefully both work out to end up retiring when you want to and then live as long as you possibly can.
3: Thank you, Dave.
2: Roger, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Hello, Dave Hall here at the AICPA Show. We've got Nicole with us now to talk about retirement. She's a CPA out of Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Is that correct?
0: That is correct.
2: Very happy to have you with us here on the show. We talk retirement. We help people better understand what they need to do for retirement. How prepared do you feel you are for your own retirement?
0: I feel I am adequately prepared. Mainly because my husband, he does financial planning for us. So like he covers those those bases
2: what are some of the best things you feel that you've done to prepare yourself?
0: Set up a plan, right? That's the first steps. And contribute to that plan and contribute consistently. I think those have made put us in a better position to be ready for retirement.
2: And are you both on the same page with this plan?
0: Yes. Yes, definitely.
2: So definitely something that helps. Those who are listening, you know, we talk about it all the time. Very important for both spouses to get on the same plan. Any big mistakes you feel you've made through the process that maybe you wish you hadn't of that someone could learn from?
0: Probably not starting earlier. So we didn't start until later. I mean, of course, we had corporate jobs had retirement plans. Another mistake is pulling those funds out early and not letting it sit there and build up over time. We pulled it out and used it for whatever. So I started early and then pulling those funds out when we had those corporate jobs and those nice retirement plans. So
2: Well, that's great. Always fun to hear what people have done that maybe they wish they could redo because there's many people that are in a position they can take advantage of that. Still at this point, let me ask you a couple of questions about government programs. Social Security, do you plan on having it available for you once you get into retirement?
0: I would hope so, as long as they have money available and left. Right?
2: Absolutely. I know there's many people are afraid it's going to run out of money and right. not be available. So it's fun for us to see people take on. What about Medicare? What do you feel your knowledge level of Medicare is? It's low. My life is very
0: low on Medicare.
2: And not uncommon. Understand that when we talk to people across the country, it's a program people know the least about when it comes to the retirement. What are you doing currently for health care?
0: We have a health care plan through our company.
2: So not much different than many of the CPAs that we work with. Any kids that you've got in the family, yes. are you hoping to leave them something once you pass away? Are you going to bounce the check to the undertaker when you pass away?
0: No, hopefully I'll leave them something. Hopefully. <laughs> that is a <the> plan.
2: <laughs> is that important to you?
0: Definitely important to us. Well,
2: Nicole, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us today. Dave Hall here back at the AICPA conference. I'm here with Sarah. Sarah, welcome.
4: Hello, nice to nice to meet you,
2: Sarah. Where are you from?
4: I'm from uh, Manhattan in New York.
2: Okay, very exciting place. I, I've been to that area a number of times in my lifetime. Didn't have the pleasure of living there, but obviously a fun place to travel. Is it a good place to live?
4: I I've enjoyed it. I've been there four years now. Didn't grow up there, but it's been very nice despite what's happened in the last few years.
2: We've got some questions for you on your own retirement. We'd like to get a better understanding of. How prepared you are? If we were to take a scale, one, that you've done absolutely nothing for your retirement, 10 being I'm prepared as can be, I'm ready to go, where would you say you fall on that scale?
4: Well, geez, since I imagine retirement is still a good 30 years away, I don't know where to put myself. As far as right now, I'd say I'm at a good place. Let's say an eight.
2: What are some of the things you're doing right now that are helping you feel comfortable about your future? It becomes the longest self-imposed period of unemployment, that any of us have in our lifetimes. What is it you're doing now that's helping you feel good about that?
4: Well, I always work hard and I try to have a good network of people around me always. And I I am both a CFP and a CPA. So I take that and apply it to my own life. I actually am constantly tracking my own progress to make sure I hit certain goals as far as savings or paying down student loan debt, which is still out there.
2: (laughs) You may be interested to know that over two thirds of CPAs do their own planning. Obviously, financial professionals, financial advisors. Amazing for us to see how many of them actually did their own financial planning. Question for you in regards to Social Security. Do you think it's gonna be there when you get there for retirement?
4: That's a tough one. If I had to guess, I would say yes. I do think it will be. Maybe a limited capacity, but I, I do think it'll be in place and I think there are things that could be done between now and when I would retire that could maybe secure things for the future.
2: And we agree with you on that. We believe it's going broke, but we'll never go broke because it is the most like program the government has. What about Medicare? How would you rate your knowledge of Medicare in regards to the role it will play in your retirement?
4: I think I'm fairly uh, familiar with Medicare. I understand how the Part A, Part B, Supplemental, Part D works, and the IRMA Uh, because we help clients with that. And a general idea of costs too, because I've helped them when they work with a broker to get set up initially as they might be entering retirement. So I feel pretty comfortable with it.
2: If you look across your clients that you've worked with, is there any one big thing that stands out where you've said, these people made some big mistakes in relation to their retirement and could help our listeners maybe not make the same mistake?
4: I would say the mistake I might see is that throughout their lifetime, they just weren't keeping up with their savings. And maybe as their lifestyle crept up, lifestyle creep, that they weren't adjusting their savings rate along the way. We've had people come to us in their 40s and 50s. Maybe they've been doing work with clients, whether they're CPA or another professional, but they weren't necessarily working on their, their own plan. So I just think saving and keeping pace as your compensation goes up and making sure that you keep your savings going up as well.
2: How important do you feel a plan is for retirement?
4: I think it's very important to plan because I think now you're doing something with intention and you have a strategy. And just because you have a plan doesn't mean it will happen, but I think you're much closer by putting things down on paper and having goals and targets to
0: hit.
2: What about risk in retirement? Do you worry about that at all? Things popping up like a long-term care event inflation, tax rate, these type of things. How much of a concern is that to you at this point in your life and realizing that you've got a number of years yet until you get to retirement?
4: It's more of a worry for me from the clients I work with because they are in retirement. For myself, I guess I don't personally worry about that right now because I'm sort of in a, I wanna see what transpires. The people ahead of me have gone through booms and busts and all sorts of different economic cycles and I expect to experience that as well. And we'll see what happens in terms of health care. Something I think about is, is longevity going to going to keep going up? Will traditional retirement look a lot different in a few years? Maybe we're going to be in incredible health in our 80s and we're going to be working. So I, I don't know. But I think about those things. I don't really worry about them.
2: We can all hope that we live that long in good health. One last question for you. Are you leaving money to someone else when you pass away? Are you bouncing that check to The Undertaker, going to spend everything you have and just hope you live your retirement for your life, not for someone else's?
4: Oh, good question. Don't tell my children, but I feel that I'd like to have a nice life with my husband and have a nice retirement. I hope to instill the right values in my children or those around me that they can then build themselves up and not necessarily count on inheriting something.
2: Great advice. I've got eight children, you don't know that. Many of our listeners know that. And my philosophy has always been provide them the education so they can provide for themselves. And then my wife and I are gonna spend every penny we can. Now we do have two disabled children now, so that's not gonna fully happen, but I'm very happy to, to have my last check going to the funeral home and knowing that my other kids are not getting anything. Sarah, thank you for so much for being with us today.
0: Thank you, it's nice chatting. Medicare insurance can be overwhelming, and you may have lots of questions. We have teamed up with Medicare Compare USA to get your questions answered. Visit medicarecompareusa.com forward slash retirement risk advisors for complimentary Medicare insurance consultation today.
2: Hello, here we are with uh, Andrew from New York. Andrew, how are you? Very well, thank you. Very excited about the opportunity to sit down and talk a little bit about retirement. Your are a CPA who is
1: retired. Yes, I'm, a, I'm actually a chartered accountant, originally from South Africa, qualified in 1980 in South Africa, came over in 1982 with uh, a major accounting firm for 18 months, and the 18 months turned into 40 years. Uh, during my first year here, I took the CPA exam, qualified, got promoted pretty quickly to senior manager, and I retired a few years ago as a partner at the firm. And I've been retired now quite a few years, but I, I keep up my, both my licenses my CAA in South Africa my CPA in America, just in case I need to use those qualifications. And I've done some accounting and some consulting work. I do some not-for-profit stuff. I'm the treasurer of a couple of not-for-profits, very small ones. We have to file 990s for. And I'm also involved in a lot of other things that are accounting related, but really not working. I'm just enjoying retirement. And what I do is I come to Vegas every year. To get 25 or so of the 40 hours I need, and it's a tremendous opportunity to see Vegas, see the exhibits, see the speakers, learn about what's going on. It's getting a little more technical now since I retired a few years ago. You're becoming more of a policeman than an auditor like I used to be, but at least I keep up to date and I do the other 15 hours of the year through other means, either by in-person events in New York where I live or uh, online.
2: But you're also not here just to do CPE. Yeah,
1: I've enjoyed hey, myself. My hobby uh, was a hobby for many years. I uh, was photography, and then when I retired, I became more serious about it. Then I said, I got to make it a challenge. Photography, anybody can take pictures. I'm going to make it a challenge. I'm going to make birds my challenge. And if you can get a um, golden crown kinglet in flight, focused perfectly, you know you've done it. So that's what I try to do. So that's my hobby, I do that most days. I go to Central Park for a good few hours every day if I'm not, if I'm not doing anything else at home, if I'm not watching sport or doing some other um, activities. And I came to uh, Vegas a little bit earlier than expected. I came here two or three days early. I came on the Friday night, so I could get the weekend to explore a little bit of the wildlife around town not the wildlife from the casinos.
2: <laughs> yeah, make a good clarification yes. Your so, wife may be listening to this. Uh, that's
1: okay if she does. <laughs> so what I did on Sunday is I took a tour to the Valley of Fire, which I've done before. I've done it twice before. It's a fantastic place out in the desert uh, with a company called JNS, Just Never Stop, and they're very good people. Uh, they run it through Tour. So that was a full day, so I took some lovely photos of mainly the wildlife out there, the um, big one sheep, the vultures, the hawks, the little uh, antelope squirrels, some of the birds were fantastic, and the scenery is just marvelous. you got the elephant rock, you got a lot of other ones called the beehives, the white domes. It's really a good thing. So if, if people come to Vegas thinking all you can do is gamble, no, you can take a day tour to Lake Mead, Hoover Dam, out to the desert, Valley of Fire, go to Red Rock, you can even go all the way to the canyon. But that's uh, a good thing to do.
2: And you impress me. I've lived here for a period of 10 years. Right. Been coming here for over 25 years. I've actually camped out of the Valley Fire a number of times. And I've never seen a big horde sheep out there in the Valley of Fire. And you had a picture of that. We were able to see.
1: Impressive uh, animals. I wouldn't camp in the Valley of Fire. It's so damn hot. <laughs> I mean, It was over 100 degrees. At the visitor center, there was a warning about hiking. Certain areas were closed off. There's one particular place where people go thinking they're safe, but there are warnings everywhere. If you don't have enough hydration, don't go, don't be stupid. Red Rock's the same way, it's also a good place to do it.
2: We don't have time to talk about it here on the show, but I was one of those who got caught in that with my son who happens to be here at the show with me when yeah. he was about two years old. I had one of my friends who told me we were going a lot shorter distance right. than what we ended up going, <laughs> and created all kinds of problems. We do want to talk about retirement though, Andrew, you're in yeah. retirement. How prepared were you for that period of time in your life?
1: I wasn't really that prepared, it was, um, Relatively a surprise, I retired early at an early age. I had put away quite a bit, because I was getting paid pretty well in the, in the IPO market I was working, and I had a lot of public offerings, I had a lot of work on um, pretty new transactions that were happening. This recession hit in 2008, 2009. Things changed, I took value retirement soon after that. But I did have enough put away. We don't have kids, so that helped in a lot of ways. I didn't have to save money for college. I had a couple of financial advisors, I don't put all my eggs in one basket, I have three different advisors doing my investments for me. I had a reasonable nest egg to deal with and my wife also had a pretty good one as well when she retired. So, even though we live in New York City, it's very expensive, we live modestly. We don't spend huge amounts of money. So we have time and money, but we careful with the money we use. We use it on vacations to go to England or Australia or South Africa or tour the country here. But uh, not having kids is a big saving, I suppose, to a lot of people who retire. You've got to be careful, though. You can lose money pretty easily if you if you don't have a proper advisor. I would suggest to people, have a good advisor. Don't put everything in one basket, spread it around, and you'll be in good shape.
2: How's it been as far as coming up with the budget? You've talked about traveling, obviously yeah. going to South Africa, other places not cheap. Yeah. How have you guys handled the budget the to budget be able to do is that tough.
1: You know i get a good pension we're both on social security we look at the budget we can cover all the basics the maintenance we own the apartment we've we've had that 30 years so we have the mortgage is paid off but yeah the budget for un, unexpected things could be an issue if you have to do a quick travel trip to australia which i had to do when my mother was ill yeah. we've gone to england when my wife's mother has been ill you've got enough in the kitty that you could cover that i still joke a little bit about my wife's uh savings she has a little y2k area in a, in a closet, it's still called the Y2K money. <laughs> every day or every few days, she'd put leftover five bucks or whatever in there. And it's still called Y2K, we're in 2022 already, right? And we use that money to pay for the tips for the handyman in the apartment for Christmas or other unusual things. So that's cash we have, which is really just for emergencies. But uh, yes, you've got to be prepared. Make sure you monitor your uh, situation. When COVID hit, no traveling happened. So that saved a lot. I'm relatively careful and very conservative. I don't spend big bucks on expensive hotels. I'll give you a good example. We're here at Aria for a week. I came here on Friday night. I'm leaving on Friday morning. Aria is a fantastic hotel. I'm not staying at the Aria those rates. I went to the Excalibur. It's not as good a hotel. It's a little bit down market. It's only 888 bucks a week with a $35 a day resort fee. Aria is double or maybe triple that. Triple that. So why spend that kind of money? You're in the conference all day. What do you need a snazzy hotel room for? So you need a bed to sleep in, a shower to have, and a decent view. I would look out over the airport, Mandalay Bay, it's a nice enough place. That's how you save a few bucks. So I've saved $2,000 on that, at least.
2: Andrew, has retirement been what you expected it to be? It sounds like you've stayed
1: very active. it has. I thought I'd be very bored originally. You know, when you, when you retire, you think, now what the hell am I going to do every day? But I've found time to do stuff. I took up a hobby, traveled more than I used to. I enjoy the life in New York. There's lots of things to do. There's the theater, the restaurants, the parks, follow all the sports teams, season ticket holder for the Red Bulls, and New York City FC. I go to Yankee games, I go to some Mets games, I go to the US Open, tennis. So there are things to do, and when you're retired, it's great to wake up the next morning and say, damn it, I don't have to get that 10K out tomorrow. I remember coming back in tax season hours, nine, 10 o'clock every night saying, I can't handle this anymore. So it's a good thing.
2: What does longevity look like for you and your wife? Do you come from families that appear to have a long life expectancy? That's a tough one.
1: Not really, my my father passed away early from uh, heart problems in his late forties. My mom, she's 79. My wife's family, My mother just passed recently in 93. So, yeah, if, you, if your health is good, that's my concern. Is my health good? Yes, it is. I don't smoke. I don't drink to excess. I've never done drugs. But, yeah, you've got to keep an eye on your blood pressure and stuff like that. And I promise you, I don't really do that as well as I should. But, yeah, long-term health is more important. And I took out long-term health care insurance many years ago, paying these exorbitant rates, but hopefully... I don't need it, but if I do need it, it's there.
2: As you look out to the next 10, 20 years, what is your biggest concern or the thing that, you, that would worry you the most that could happen that may
1: impact your retirement? I don't think it's going to be uh, the need to go back to work. That's not, that's not going to be my concern. I just worry about what's going on in the world in general. The economy itself in the country is pretty good. We live in New York. The crime rate is high. The crime rate in South Africa is even higher, so that's right. why I'm not going back to live there. I think this profession is doing very well for itself. It's, As Manon said today, it's gone from a trade in the 50s to a profession in the 80s and 90s and 2000s because of education.
2: But it sounds like that experience for you is much different because you prepared... For this period of time in your life. Even the, the things that are yeah. going on in the world right now, you're not overly concerned about those probably for yourself, more so as a country and what impact it may have on others. And yes. I guess ultimately if you're talking about crime or those type of yeah. things, yeah. they can impact mm-hmm. us each individually, but you've done a great job
0: of it's a, it's
1: a risk you take. I mean, if I go to Central Park every day taking bird photography, pictures with my buddies for four hours, there's always going to be a couple of weirdos around that might threaten you. Don't hang out by yourself. Do what you can with your friends. Vegas itself is a bit of a scary place. <laughs>
2: so you've obviously taken thousands of pictures. As we wrap these things up, is there one picture that you have that would be your favorite?
1: It's tough to say it. I mean, I've got lots of photographs of uh, beautiful things, uh, plenty of family pictures over the years, lots of beautiful pictures of holidays I've been on. When my bird photography has got much better. I enter a few competitions. I got a sixth place in a competition last year. The theme was seeing red. It had to be a bird, it had something to do with seeing red. So I took this picture of this black crowned night heron that has a beautiful big red eye, catching a fish with its eye, looking at the other eye. I submitted that thinking, this is not going to win anything. It got a prize. The funny thing about it was the prize was above a certain number. So the prize company sent me a note saying, I've got to send you guys a, a tax form. <laughs> so that's on my damn tax return this year. $700, whatever it was. I said to my wife, maybe I should deduct the cost of the camera against that. <laughs> she said, no, you can't do that. But that was one of my favorite pictures. I've, I keep doing it. There's, your favorite picture is the next one you're going to take.
2: I'm going to add one more question here. Obviously, you keep very active. You, yeah. you go to shows, you, you go to these events, you do photography. How important has that been
1: for your mental health? Going it's very retirement? good. You don't want to sit inside all day watching TV. I've seen a lot of people do that. Sit inside all day watching television, sitting on a, in a laptop all day. I find myself getting stuck on my computer sometimes and saying, this is not right. Get out of the house. That's why I do the sports I go to. That's why I'm involved in a couple of clubs that have social events. I organize entertainment events for a small uh, British organization, which is fun to do. We had a Zoom call last night that I said I couldn't make it because I was in the seminar. I made it. I got onto the Zoom call. So it was fun to do something different. The other thing retirement is just sitting at home, doing nothing, and then you landing planning an old age home later on. Be as active as you can while you can, because you can't repeat the year that you've just had. You're gonna get older, I'm 66. There's less time ahead of me than there was behind me.
2: Andrew, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That is today's show. I hope you enjoyed the opportunity of learning a little bit more from other individuals, what they've done right, what they've done wrong, what they wish they would have done different. And so you can make the decisions in your life to get you to a safe and secure retirement. My name's Dave Hall. I've been your host. Look forward to seeing you again next week on next week's show. And that's today's episode. Thanks for
1: listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. If you want to continue the conversation from our podcast, join Dave every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Retirement Risk Advisors Facebook page as he answers your retirement questions live. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show is to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars. For retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars.